Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. In the New Covenant, we have boldness to enter into the Holy of Holies by a new and living way. For so long, I was just always reaching out towards God. Where are you, Lord? But when I heard Andrew's message, it was just like the light bulb went off, and I just like knew God is here with us. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Friday's broadcast of The Gospel Truth. You know, for the last uh, couple of weeks, I've been playing these interviews that I did, and this is just a part of this teaching that I did on observing all things. I taught on a lot of things. We also dealt with some social issues like abortion, homosexuality, and other things like that. But for the last couple of weeks, I've been playing an interview that I did with uh, Dr. Grady McMurtry and also uh, Dr. Carl Ball. And uh, it's been on the subject of creation versus evolution. And I pray that you got a lot out of this. I listened to this teaching again recently, and I just decided that there's no way that we could let this go. Even though it was recorded back in 2012, the facts haven't changed. And it was just so good that I thought, I need to uh, make this available to the people that watch my program. Plus, in just a couple of months from now, I'm going to be starting a series that I've entitled Biblical Worldview, and the first uh, 12 teachings that I've got in this series are going to be what we call the Foundation Series. And then going forward, we've already uh, assembled a group of people together, Pastor Dwayne Sheriff and Alex McFarlane and Greg Moore and Mike and Carrie Pickett, uh, Bill Federer, and it uh, seems like I might be leaving somebody out. But we, our next section after that, which may not even come out for the next six months or a year, is going to be on a biblical worldview of sexuality. And then we're going to do a biblical worldview towards uh, maybe politics, social issues. Uh, we're going to do things about finances, a biblical worldview. And we're wanting to just produce this series that has to do with biblical worldview that It'll be more like a reference thing, and it will cover every topic that we can possibly think of. It's not going to be limited to just me teaching by myself, but we're going to be bringing in all of these people who are experts in areas that I'm not. For instance, Bill Federer and David and Tim Barton. If you know anything about those men, those guys are historians uh, to the max. It's amazing the information that they have. And Alex McFarlane is a person who has had, I think it's over a thousand uh, biblical worldview conferences, and he's spoken uh, just thousands of places. And so we're going to be bringing all of these different people and all of our giftings together to just help establish what is a biblical worldview. And so this is going to be new things that we've just recorded. This will be the very first time that they've been rolled out in the summer of 2020. But this teaching that I did right here actually was done back in 2012. And let me just go back and preface some of the things that you might have missed because we didn't show the entire teaching on um, observing all things. But this actually comes from Matthew chapter 28. And this, this is some of the very last instructions that Jesus gave to His disciples before He left this earth. Matter of fact, right after He said this, He was called up into heaven. So these are some of His very last words. And in Matthew chapter 28, and in verse 19, it says, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. 
and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. That's where I got the title for this from, uh, Observing All Things, from verse 20, teaching them to observe all things. And you know, if you look this passage up in any of the modern translations, in verse 19, it'll say, Go ye therefore and make disciples. When it's talking about uh, teaching all nations, it says that they have to observe to do all things. So it's basically talking about making disciples. And this is one of the reasons that the church, I believe, has lost a lot of its influence. And it isn't making the impact that it's supposed to because we have not been making disciples. We've been making converts. We've been telling people that you're going to hell if you don't repent, so repent, receive salvation. And we have people come to conferences, come to crusades, they pray a prayer, but then they go out. And if you hadn't have known that they made a commitment to the Lord, it doesn't show in their life. They haven't renewed their mind. They're still having some of the same values. They have some of the same political views. They have a lot of the same uh, financial views. They haven't renewed their mind. And because of it, the average Christian, and I'm talking about truly born-again Christian. There's a lot of people that came, claim to be Christians who just are Christians in name only, but I'm talking about people who have prayed a prayer. If they were to die, they have committed their life to the Lord, and if they were to die, they'd go to be with the Lord. But they haven't renewed their mind. They aren't living any differently. With many Christians, if they were arrested for being a Christian, there wouldn't be enough evidence to convict them. This is why our political mess is in the, our situation is in the mess that it's in, is because we have a lot of people who claim to have a relationship with the Lord, but it doesn't affect the way they vote. It doesn't affect their value system. They will still sit there and, and kill children in the womb. Even after a child is born, they'll sit there and set the child aside. It's a, it's a child that's totally outside of the woman's body. There's no way that they can claim this is women's rights. And yet they'll let a born, alive child just die because they say it's all about women's rights. That's not a biblical view at all. And the reason has come because for some reason the church quit teaching them to observe all things. They just started teaching the parts that they wanted to. They just thought, well, it's all about getting a person to go to heaven. That's the main thing. We just get them born again and that's it. That's irresponsible. That would be like a person who just loved delivering little babies. They love to see a child born. And so they deliver these babies, and as soon as one is delivered, they just throw it over here on the side and say, let's go get another one. No, you've got a responsibility. If you bring a child into the world, you have a responsibility. And I guarantee you the work is just starting at birth. That's not over. That's just starting for the next 15, 20 years. You are going to be, uh, you're going to have a lot of expense, a lot of effort, a lot of time to bring that child up. And so this is the way it is in the gospel. The Lord didn't call us to make converts. He told us to go and make disciples and teach them to observe all things. So one of the things that we've been doing for the last two weeks are playing these programs that I recorded with these two um, men who are well qualified to talk on creationism from a scientific standpoint. And I've been playing those because did you know that the Bible has a lot to say about creation? One of the things that uh, Dr. McMurtry said that just really rang true with me is that there are some Christians who try and somehow or another merge the Bible and evolution together and they say that, well, you know, the uh, six days of creation were actually six eons, six p 
PERIODS OF TIMES, NOT LITERAL DAYS. THAT DOES NOT SQUARE WITH WHAT THE WORD SAYS. AND ONE OF THE THINGS THAT DR. MCMURTRY SAID THAT REALLY RANG TRUE WITH ME, THE BIBLE SAYS OVER IN ROMANS CHAPTER 6, VERSE 23, THAT THE WAGES OF SIN IS DEATH, BUT THE GIFT OF GOD IS ETERNAL LIFE. THE BIBLE CLEARLY TEACHES THAT DEATH CAME AS A RESULT OF SIN. THE LORD TOLD ADAM IN GENESIS CHAPTER 2, IN THE DAY YOU EAT OF THAT FORBIDDEN FRUIT, YOU SHALL SURELY DIE. DEATH CAME AS A RESULT OF EATING OF THE FORBIDDEN FRUIT, AND YET EVOLUTION IS DEPENDENT UPON HUNDREDS OF MILLIONS OF YEARS OF DEATH AND MUTATIONS AND REBIRTH AND GROWING FROM DISORDER INTO ORDER. AND IF YOU BELIEVE THE BIBLE, IF YOU BELIEVE THAT THE WAGES OF SIN IS DEATH, THEN YOU CAN'T BELIEVE THAT THERE WERE THESE EONS OF DEATH AND TIME BEFORE THIS WHERE THERE WAS DEATH AND REBIRTH AND PEOPLE AND ANIMALS AND THINGS PROGRESSIVELY INCREASED. IT GOES AGAINST SO MANY THINGS, BUT THAT ONE POINT FROM SCRIPTURE IS VERY CLEAR. AND ONE OF THE REASONS THAT I REALLY FELT IMPRESSED TO PLAY THESE INTERVIEWS AGAIN IS BECAUSE IF YOU GIVE UP ON THIS ISSUE OF EVOLUTION, IF YOU GIVE IN TO EVOLUTION AND BELIEVE THAT, THEN IT DOES NOT FIT WITH THE BIBLE AND WHAT IS GOING TO HAPPEN, IT WILL DILUTE YOUR CONFIDENCE AND AUTHORITY IN THE BIBLE. IF YOU THINK THAT THE BIBLE IS WRONG ON THE BASIC, THE VERY FIRST PAGE OF THE BIBLE, THAT GOD DIDN'T CREATE THE HEAVENS AND THE EARTH, THEY JUST SOMEHOW OR ANOTHER EVOLVED. AND EVEN IF YOU BELIEVE THAT GOD CREATED THEM, BUT THEN JUST LET THEM EVOLVE RANDOMLY OVER A PERIOD OF TIME AND THAT WE WEREN'T CREATED, THAT GOD ISN'T SPECIFICALLY INVOLVED, THAT WE ARE NOTHING BUT AN EVOLVED OR AN ELEVATED ANIMAL, WELL, THEN IT JUST DONE DOES SO MUCH OF THE WORD. YOU KNOW, WHEN WE GET INTO THIS OTHER SERIES THAT I'VE ALREADY TAPED OVER A YEAR AGO AND WE'RE COMING OUT WITH THIS, I'M GOING TO MAKE THIS POINT AND I GO BACK AND SHOW THAT EVERY DICTATOR, EVERY, um, YOU KNOW, I DON'T KNOW WHAT THE PROPER WORD FOR IT IS, BUT EVERY um, PERSON WHO CAUSED MASS MURDER AND SUFFERING IN THE 20TH CENTURY, EVERY SINGLE ONE OF THEM TRACE BACK THEIR AUTHORITY AND THEIR VALIDATION FOR LIVING THAT WAY TO DARWIN'S THEORY OF EVOLUTION. SPECIFICALLY, STALIN, HE AT ONE TIME, HE WAS ACTUALLY A DIVINITY STUDENT. AND THEN HE CAME ACROSS uh, DARWIN'S WRITINGS AND THAT TOTALLY CAUSED HIM TO REJECT IT. HE BECAME ATHEISTIC. AND uh, LENIN, uh, OR EXCUSE ME, STALIN MADE A STATEMENT THAT THE VERY FIRST THING HE WANTS TO DO IS TO COME AGAINST CREATION, AND HE'S GOT TO TAKE AWAY PEOPLE'S BELIEF THAT THEY WERE CREATED BY GOD, AND HE HAS TO INSTILL DARWINISM IN THEM, EVOLUTION IN THEM, SO THAT THEY WILL ALLOW THEMSELVES TO START KILLING PEOPLE AND DOING THINGS. AND OF COURSE, STALIN, uh, IT'S NOT TOTALLY KNOWN HOW MANY PEOPLE HE KILLED, BUT I'VE HEARD AS MANY AS 10 TO 80 MILLION PEOPLE HE KILLED MILLIONS AND MILLIONS OF PEOPLE, AND HE CLAIMED AS HIS AUTHORITY FOR IT, DARWINISM. YOU CAN SAY THE EXACT SAME THING. LENIN TALKED ABOUT THIS, POL POT, uh, Khmer ROUGE, AND ON AND ON YOU COULD GO. ALL OF THESE PEOPLE, I'LL GIVE ALL OF THESE DETAILS WHEN WE GET INTO THIS NEXT SERIES THAT I'M GOING TO DO, BUT DARWINISM, EVOLUTION, IS SOMETHING THAT COMES AGAINST THE WORD OF GOD. AND I BELIEVE THAT THIS IS A DEMONIC THING THAT CAME AGAINST IT, AND SO THAT'S THE REASON THAT I'M EMPHASIZING THESE THINGS. LET ME TURN OVER HERE TO JOHN CHAPTER 8. 
AND JESUS HAD BEEN PREACHING, AND OF COURSE, AS USUAL, THE SCRIBES AND THE PHARISEES, THE RELIGIOUS PEOPLE, CAME OUT AGAINST HIM AND CRITICIZED HIM. AND IT SAYS uh, IN JOHN CHAPTER 8 AND VERSE 28, IT SAYS, THEN SAID JESUS UNTO THEM, WHEN YE HAVE LIFTED UP THE SON OF MAN, THEN SHALL YE KNOW THAT I AM HE, AND THAT I DO NOTHING OF MYSELF, BUT AS MY FATHER HATH TAUGHT ME, I SPEAK THESE THINGS. AND HE THAT SENT ME IS WITH ME. THE FATHER HATH NOT LEFT ME ALONE, FOR I DO ALWAYS THOSE THINGS WHICH PLEASE HIM. AND LOOK AT THIS IN VERSE 30. THIS IS REALLY SIGNIFICANT. IT SAYS, AS HE SPAKE THESE WORDS, MANY BELIEVED ON HIM. NOW, AGAIN, THIS WAS AN ANTAGONISTIC CROWD, BUT AS HE GAVE A DEFENSE AND SAID THESE THINGS ABOUT HIS FATHER SPEAKING THROUGH HIM, AND HE'S SAYING ONLY WHAT HIS FATHER TOLD HIM TO SAY, IT SAYS MANY BELIEVED ON HIM. DID YOU KNOW THAT TODAY PEOPLE WOULD SAY, WELL, THAT'S ENOUGH. MAN, IF YOU BELIEVE ON JESUS, YOU'RE FINE. LOOK HOW JESUS WENT ON AND TALKED TO THEM. IT SAYS IN VERSE 31, THEN SAID JESUS TO THOSE JEWS WHICH BELIEVED ON HIM. HE WAS TALKING TO PEOPLE WHO HAD ACCEPTED HIM. NOT THE PEOPLE WHO WERE REJECTING HIM, BUT THEY HAD BELIEVED ON HIM. AND HE SAID, IF YOU CONTINUE IN MY WORD, THEN ARE YOU MY DISCIPLES INDEED, AND YOU SHALL KNOW THE TRUTH, AND THE TRUTH SHALL MAKE YOU FREE. JESUS RIGHT THERE IN VERSE 31 MADE IT VERY CLEAR THAT JUST BECAUSE YOU BELIEVE ON HIM DOES NOT MEAN YOU ARE A DISCIPLE. THAT'S HUGE. I'D SAY THAT THE AVERAGE CHRISTIAN TODAY USES THE TERM BELIEVER OR CHRISTIAN AND DISCIPLE INTERCHANGEABLY. BUT THE WORD DISCIPLE LITERALLY MEANS A PUPIL OR A LEARNER. IT'S A PERSON THAT HAS GONE BEYOND JUST BELIEVING, AND YOU CAN SEE THAT BECAUSE JESUS SAID THIS TO PEOPLE THAT BELIEVED ON HIM, IF YOU CONTINUE IN MY WORD, THEN ARE YOU MY DISCIPLES INDEED. BY SAYING YOU'RE MY DISCIPLE INDEED, IT IMPLIES THAT THERE ARE PEOPLE WHO CLAIM TO BE A DISCIPLE, BUT IT'S NOT TRUE. INDEED MEANS IN TRUTH. AND SO THE WAY THAT YOU BECOME A DISCIPLE IS NOT JUST TO BELIEVE, BUT TO CONTINUE IN HIS WORD, IN HIS TEACHINGS, UNTIL YOU BELIEVE AND FOLLOW IT. AND THEN IT GOES ON IN THE 32ND VERSE AND SAYS, AND YOU SHALL KNOW THE TRUTH. THIS IS TALKING ABOUT YOU SHALL EXPERIENCE THE TRUTH, NOT JUST INTELLECTUAL, BUT YOU SHALL KNOW THE TRUTH, AND THE TRUTH SHALL MAKE YOU FREE. PEOPLE WILL OFTEN TAKE THAT 32ND VERSE AND SAYS, MAN, THE TRUTH WILL MAKE YOU FREE. THAT'S NOT TRUE. THE TRUTH DOESN'T MAKE YOU FREE UNTIL YOU CONTINUE IN THAT WORD AND IT BEGINS TO AFFECT YOU. AND THEN YOU WILL KNOW, YOU WILL EXPERIENCE, YOU WILL SEE THESE TRUTHS WORKING IN YOUR LIFE AND THOSE TRUTHS THAT ARE NOW REALITY TO YOU AND WORKING, THEY WILL SET YOU FREE. IT'S ONLY THE TRUTH YOU KNOW THAT SETS YOU FREE. WHAT YOU DON'T KNOW IS KILLING YOU. AND THAT'S THE REASON THAT INSTEAD OF JUST STICKING ON THINGS THAT ARE LIKE RELIGIOUS TOPICS THAT WE CAN SAY INSIDE OF OUR CHURCH WALLS, BUT WE NEVER GET OUT THERE INTO THE PUBLIC SQUARE. WE NEVER CHALLENGE THESE THINGS ABOUT EVOLUTION AND ABOUT ABORTION AND ABOUT HOMOSEXUALITY, TRANSGENDERISM, AND THINGS LIKE THAT. THERE'S A LOT OF CHRISTIANS THAT WOULD SAY, NO, YOU AREN'T EVEN SUPPOSED TO HAVE AN OPINION ON THAT. I'M TELLING YOU, THE WORD OF GOD TEACHES ON ALL OF THESE THINGS. AND UNLESS WE CONTINUE IN THE WORD UNTIL WE BEGIN TO HAVE THESE TRUTHS SET US FREE, WE AREN'T TRUE DISCIPLES. WE HAVE TO TEACH PEOPLE TO OBSERVE ALL THINGS. WHEN JESUS SAID THIS, REMEMBER, THIS WAS SAID TO PEOPLE WHO BELIEVED ON HIM. HERE'S THEIR REACTION IN VERSE 33. THEY ANSWERED AND SAID, WE BE ABRAHAM'S SEED AND WERE NEVER IN BONDAGE TO ANY MAN. HOW SAYEST THOU YE SHALL BE MADE FREE? 
YOU KNOW, THIS IS NEARLY COMICAL TO ME, BECAUSE THESE ARE JEWS SPEAKING TO HIM, JEWS WHO HAD BEEN CONQUERED BY THE ROMANS. THEY WERE LIVING IN SLAVERY TO THE ROMANS. THEY WERE UNDER TERRIBLE OPPRESSION AT THE WHIMS OF THE ROMANS. AND YET THEY SAID, WE ARE ABRAHAM'S CHILDREN. WE'VE NEVER BEEN SLAVES TO ANY MAN. THEY WERE SLAVES THEN, AND THEY DIDN'T EVEN KNOW IT. THERE'S PEOPLE LISTENING TO ME WHOM I'M SAYING THAT YOU HAVE TO GO BEYOND JUST BELIEVING ON JESUS, AND YOU NEED TO CONTINUE IN THE WORD UNTIL THAT WORD SETS YOU FREE. AND THERE'S PEOPLE LISTENING THAT WILL SAY, HOW DARE YOU SAY THAT? I'M NOT IN BONDAGE TO ANYBODY. AND YET YOU'RE, con you're CONSTANTLY SICK. YOU'RE CONSTANTLY DEPRESSED. YOU'RE CONSTANTLY POOR. YOU'RE OFFENDED. WHEN SOMETHING HAPPENS, LIKE THESE VIRUSES THAT GO AROUND, YOU GET JUST AS AFRAID AS ANYBODY ELSE, AND YET YOU'LL BE SITTING HERE SAYING, I'M FREE. I DON'T NEED TO BE A DISCIPLE. THAT'S JUST AS MUCH DECEPTION AS THESE DISCIPLES WHO THOUGHT THAT SOMEHOW OR ANOTHER THEY'D NEVER BEEN IN BONDAGE TO ANY MAN, AND YET THEY WERE CONQUERED. THEY WERE A CONQUERED NATION BEING RULED OVER BY THE ROMANS. I'M TELLING YOU, IF YOU ARE A SERVANT TO SIN, AND SIN ISN'T JUST DIRECT DISOBEDIENCE TO GOD WHERE YOU BREAK ONE OF THE TEN COMMANDMENTS. YES, THAT'S SIN. BUT SIN IS ALSO SICKNESS AND POVERTY AND OPPRESSION AND DEPRESSION AND DISCOURAGEMENT AND FEAR. ANYTHING THAT CAME AS A RESULT OF SIN IS, a, is DEATH. THE BIBLE SAYS, ROMANS 6, 23, THE WAGES OF SIN IS DEATH. SO ANYTHING THAT COMES AS A RESULT OF, of SIN IS DEATH, AND IF YOU ARE LIVING IN THIS DEATH, IF YOU'RE DEPRESSED AND DISCOURAGED AND FEARFUL AND ANGRY AND BITTER AND UNFORGIVENESS AND ON AND ON, YOU ARE IN BONDAGE, JUST LIKE THESE PEOPLE ARE AND DON'T EVEN KNOW IT. I'M TELLING YOU, BECOMING A DISCIPLE WHERE YOU LEARN TO OBSERVE, TO DO ALL THINGS THAT GOD HAS COMMANDED US, THAT'S WHAT NEEDS TO HAPPEN IN OUR LIFE. THIS IS REALLY IMPORTANT. THERE'S MANY PEOPLE THAT HAVE JUST LIKE KNOCKED ON THE DOOR JESUS SAID IN REVELATION 3.20, I'M KNOCKING AT THE DOOR. IF ANY MAN WILL OPEN THE DOOR, I WILL COME IN and, AND SUP WITH HIM AND HE WITH ME AND STUFF. AND SO THE LORD WILL OPEN THE DOOR TO US. THERE'S SOME PEOPLE THAT HAVE KNOCKED ON THE DOOR OF SALVATION, HAVE STEPPED INSIDE AND HADN'T TAKEN ANOTHER STEP SINCE THEN. THEY MAY HAVE THEIR TICKET TO HEAVEN, BUT THEY DON'T, THEY STILL THINK LIKE A LOST MAN. YOU COULDN'T TELL THAT THEY WERE A CHRISTIAN. THAT IS NOT WHAT GOD INTENDED. THAT'S BONDAGE. GOD HAS AN ABUNDANT LIFE WHERE WE SHOULD BE ABOVE ONLY AND NOT BENEATH THE HEAD AND NOT THE TAIL. THESE PEOPLE, WHEN HE TOLD THEM THAT, THEY GOT VERY OFFENDED AND SAID, WE'VE NEVER BEEN IN BONDAGE. THE TRUTH WAS THEY WERE IN BONDAGE AND IT WAS JUST SO PREVALENT THEY THOUGHT IT WAS NORMAL. SO JESUS GOES ON AND SAYS, VERILY, VERILY, I SAY UNTO YOU, WHOSOEVER COMMITTETH SIN IS THE SERVANT OF SIN. AND THE SERVANT ABIDETH NOT IN THE HOUSE FOREVER, BUT THE SON ABIDETH FOREVER. IF THE SON THEREFORE SHALL MAKE YOU FREE, YOU SHALL BE FREE INDEED. IN OTHER WORDS, THESE PEOPLE WERE IN BONDAGE AND DIDN'T KNOW IT, AND HE SAYS, YOU'RE THE SERVANT OF SIN. YOU'RE BEING OPPRESSED AND RULED OVER BY THE EFFECTS OF SIN. YOU'RE STILL BITTER AND ANGRY. THERE'S STRIFE AND DIVISION AMONG YOU AND ALL THESE THINGS, AND YOU THINK THAT THIS IS NORMAL. He SAYS, NO, YOU'RE IN BONDAGE. YOU NEED TO CONTINUE IN THE WORD AND BECOME A DISCIPLE INDEED. AND THEY GOT OFFENDED AT HIM, AND THEY ANSWERED AND SAID UNTO HIM, ABRAHAM IS OUR FATHER. JESUS SAID UNTO THEM, IF YE WERE ABRAHAM'S CHILDREN, YOU WOULD DO THE WORKS OF ABRAHAM, BUT NOW YOU SEEK TO KILL ME, A MAN THAT TOLD YOU THE TRUTH WHICH I HAVE HEARD OF MY GOD. THIS DID NOT ABRAHAM. YOU DO THE DEEDS OF YOUR FATHER. THEN THEY REALLY GOT OFFENDED AND SAID UNTO HIM, WE BE NOT BORN OF FORNICATION. WE HAVE ONE FATHER, EVEN GOD. THEY WERE CLAIMING TO HAVE A RELATIONSHIP WITH GOD. JESUS WAS SAYING, NOPE, 
you are still in bondage. You, you, and these were people that believed on Him, and yet they didn't have a relationship with God. I know that the things I'm saying are opening up a whole can of worms, and some people are, well, isn't believing on Jesus enough? Well, Jesus is saying, no, you've got to continue until you get set free. And they said, Abraham's our father. Even God is our father. And Jesus said unto them, If God were your father, you would love me, for I proceeded forth and came from God. Neither came I of myself, but he sent me. Why do you not understand my speech? Even because you cannot hear my word. You are of your father, the devil. He was speaking to people who believed on him, and he said, You are of your father, the devil. I tell you what, I've opened up some things that I probably, might, maybe I shouldn't have said this without having time to explain it, but that's the reason that I put out this teaching. This teaching will go into what is a disciple, the difference between being a disciple and being a convert. And in these teachings, I do these interviews that you've seen for the last couple of weeks with Dr. McMurtry and Carl Ball. I, I go into all of that, but I also teach on abortion, scripturally what the Bible has to say about it, about homosexuality, transgenderism. And everybody who gets this also gets this little book. And this little book has not only scriptures in there, but it has charts and graphs uh, explaining a lot of different things. And this would just really help you. And again, the reason that I'm pushing this so much is because there's a lot of people who claim to be Christians. They say they believe the Bible, and yet our secular world comes out against the Bible in just nearly every area. When it comes to evolution, they do not believe what the Bible says. They believe that hundreds of millions of years and all of this evolution took place. That undercuts and undermines the authority in the Word of God. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 2 says that the word preached unto them did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. If you don't have faith that this is the word of God, then this won't profit you. And again, we have so many things in our world, evolution and abortion and the view of sexuality and just on and on it goes. These things are undercutting, undermining the word of God. And so I believe that it is critical to start challenging these things. And for those of you who are believers, and you believe, but you never have even, you've not even seen the conflict. You don't even know the Word of God well enough to know that evolution and, and the Bible are completely incompatible. You need to get these things answered. You need to deal with this because I guarantee you Satan will use those things to take away your authority. If the Bible is wrong on all of these foundational truths about how the whole thing started, what makes you think that all of the truths about what true salvation is, is accurate? How can you just cherry pick and say, I believe this portion and not that portion? This is either all or nothing. This is either the Word of God or it's not. And I believe it's important to share these truths so that you can be established in your faith and be able to give an answer of the hope of the calling that lies within you. So today is going to be our last day to offer this teaching on observing all things. Again, it has this little booklet in there with a lot of scriptures and facts and charts and graphs. And then we've got these CDs and DVDs, and this would be a real blessing to you. So listen to our announcer. Remember, it's our last day to make these materials available. Please call or write and request them today. And join me again next Monday as we continue the gospel truth.
Throughout this series, Andrew mentions many statistics and scriptures with regard to creation versus evolution. These references, as well as others pertaining to abortion and homosexuality, have been compiled in the Observing All Things booklet, which is Andrew's free gift to you today when you write or call. Andrew's complete teaching titled Observing All Things is available in either a CD or DVD album made from our daily television broadcast. Each of these valuable resources is available for a gift of any amount when you write or call. This entire series is also available for audio download absolutely free from our website. Go to awmi.net to see all the ways you can get this teaching. We want to say a special thank you to the Grace Partners of Andrew Womack Ministries. Your gifts make it possible to put free ministry materials into the hands of many people in need. If you're not already a Grace Partner, we ask you to pray about becoming one today. You can become a Grace Partner or order resources through our website at awmi.net. While there, you can discover more product details and download additional free resources. Or call our helpline Monday through Friday from 4.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Mountain Time at 719-635-1111. To write us, use the address on your screen. We appreciate your generosity and hope to hear from you today. Before you were even formed in your mother's womb, God already had determined a purpose for your life, a God-given purpose. God has a purpose to train you in what you're called to do, and I tell you, Karis Bible College is the place for that. Man, if you want a life change, come to Karis. Come on to Karis! The next two to three years could be the most powerful time of your life. If you sit under the Word for four hours a day, for five days a week, for two or three years, I guarantee you, you are going to have God speak to you and start revealing purpose to you. Every one of you were created for a purpose. Do you know what that purpose is? Karis Bachelor Programs are equipping an army to go into the seven mountains of influence in every society. Everybody has a calling. Everybody is separated unto something. It's an awesome thing to be able to unwrap what God is waiting for us and be able to be truly equipped to be able to go into the world and not only minister, but to be effective. For more information on our bachelor programs, visit karisbiblecollege.org. This July 4th, join us for a rousing musical tale of heroism, hope, and sacrifice. Experience the key events of American history through the eyes of a single family. Coming soon with free admission to Karis Bible College, Colorado. In God We Trust, a fight for freedom.
Hello, this is Andrew Womack, and I'd like to encourage you to check out our Gospel Truth TV. That's gospeltruth.tv. It's an internet-based television network, and you are not only going to get my teaching, but you are also going to hear instructors from Karis Bible College. You've got well-known people on there like Kenneth Copeland, Creflo Dollar, Jesse Duplantis, Keith Moore. These are all people that are friends of mine. We have differences and variances, but we're all preaching the same thing, and it's a safe place to be. You are going to be blessed. So check it out. It's 24-7, gospeltruth.tv.